Hi guys, Tamaya Paul here, and you're listening to a brand new episode of my podcast, Tender Tidbits with Tamaya. $57,777.35. That is how much money I've earned and scholarships and grants these past four years. No student loans, nothing out of pocket, all scholarships and grants that I don't have to pay back. Man, that is astounding. And every time I think about the reality of what that means, I'm once again in awe of how faithful God has been to me over the years. I mean, it's one thing to know it, right? But it's a whole other thing to see it come to fruition in ways that I didn't even know possible. So I was sitting in my bedroom reflecting one night and really just took the time to process the fact that I literally just graduated with a bachelor's degree, but that's not even the best part. The best part is that I did it debt-free. That is a huge accomplishment, probably my greatest achievement to date, and there are no words to describe how much that means to me. And I knew I wanted to talk about it on my podcast because it's such a powerful testimony. And I really wanted to properly reverence and thank God for the provision he has shown me throughout the years. And it was even more important for me to know the exact amount of money because I didn't want to cheat God out of the magnitude of what he has done for me. So I went through my financial aid accounts at both institutions to find all of the numbers. It all came to a total of $57,777.35 over the span of four years. That's a lot of money, at least to me anyways. Now, of course, this money was spent on tuition, books, supplies, food, transportation, bills, personal items, savings, and so many other things that allowed me to survive my college days, okay? I was not out here splurging. I was not out here balling. I had to be very smart about how I spent the money that I earned from my academic achievements because I didn't want it to go to waste. But more importantly, I wanted to prove to God and myself that I could handle it. But the dopest part about that specific amount of money is actually what the numbers mean. So I did a little bit of research on the biblical meaning of the numbers 7, 5, and 3, and this is what I found. Number seven represents perfection and completeness. And to me, this symbolizes the fact that with this specific amount of money, I was able to complete my degree debt-free, which was perfect for me because that was my primary goal and focus from the beginning. But I also take it to mean that my walk with the Lord has not only been pleasing unto him, but perfect in my own unique create your own path kind of way. And man, that makes me feel extremely special. Number five means favor and grace. Anyone can look at my life and what I've done and what I've accomplished and see the favor of God is on my life. It's evident and it's always been there. Thank God for parents and grandparents who took the time to pray for their lineage. And grace is also a big one for me because grace covers me. When I make mistakes, when I make bad choices, when I do something wrong, when I say something out of line, when I get caught up, grace doesn't write me off. 
It gives me the chance to make it right and continue fulfilling the plan that God has for my life. And that also makes me feel extremely special. Now, the number three also means completeness, but it's just to a lesser degree than seven. And I immediately freaked out after finding out the biblical meanings of these three numbers because it was a sheer sign of the intentional provision God has given me for this journey. And I just really thank him for answering my prayers. Like, it's no coincidence that the total amount of money and scholarships and grants I earned added up to these specific numbers. That was so intentional, like nobody can convince me otherwise. It was a huge sign, and I love when God reveals himself to me this way because it's actually not the first time that something like this has happened. God gave me exactly what I needed and more to get me through my education debt-free, and it's so crazy because at one point, the provision was there, but I didn't even know it. Back in 2018, before I even started college, I was a senior at Osceola High School, and I can remember a time when I felt like the biggest loser and failure. This was during the second half of the year, and I was super discouraged because I needed a certain score on my SAT to qualify for the Bright Future Scholarship, but I kept missing it by a few points. And for those of you who may not know, Bright Futures is this huge scholarship that the state of Florida grants to high-achieving high school graduates who plan on going to college. And if you fulfill this list of criteria they have, they cover your tuition for whatever institution you plan on going to, and it's just a really great opportunity. At that time, I had already been accepted into like six different colleges and universities but earning the Bright Future Scholarship was going to have a significant impact on where I chose to go for college because, remember, my main goal from the beginning was to do this debt-free. And I think I took that stupid test like a good four times, maybe more, but I just kept missing the mark little by little each time. And it was really discouraging and embarrassing because I had all of the other credentials, but I couldn't get past this one little part. And to make matters worse, all of my other friends or really just like people that I knew um, from like National Honor Society and all the different clubs and organizations, they didn't have to worry about paying for college because they had already qualified for Bright Futures. And because I could never get that passing score, it pretty much took all of my other options away as far as where to go for college because How was I going to pay for it? Truth be told, I really didn't want to go to Valencia. And I promise you guys, I swore up and down that I would never go there because everyone called it a 13th school. They said I was better than that. I belonged at a university, yada, yada, yada. But that was really the only realistic option I had as far as avoiding debt and knowing that my Pell Grant would cover most, if not all of the tuition there. And I remember meeting with one of the college and career coaches one day, Miss T, who I'm still in contact with and I love her so much. And she just gave me the best pep talk ever. We had to come to Jesus meeting so that I wouldn't beat myself up about all that I was going through. She debunked all of the really awful rumors I had heard about Valencia. And she even encouraged me to go on a campus tour that they had coming up in a few weeks. Long story short, I dreaded going like I felt like, again, the biggest loser ever because I was like, 
I'm going to go to Valencia. I'm not good enough. And, you know, I was just like going through all of these really crazy emotions. But after the tour, I had the best time ever. When I tell you like one of the best experiences I've probably ever had at college. And I just knew that this was the path I was supposed to take. Like I just felt led, you know, I felt safe and comfortable with making this decision. And I literally submitted my application days later and got accepted. So weeks go by and I meet with Miss T again because I just enjoyed being in her presence and we would hang out in her office. And she was just really someone that I could trust with the entire decision making process as it related to my college experience. And of course, she knew that I had made the decision to go to Valencia, but she's actually the one who told me about their Senate Honors College program and encouraged me to apply. She mentioned the fact that it could come with the scholarship, but there was really no guarantee. All I knew was that I had been an honor student all my life. This was right up my alley, and it was a no-brainer for me to apply, especially if there was a potential scholarship that could come with it. Lo and behold, April rolls around. I'm at Osceola Technical College, which was my dual enrollment school that I would I'd be there for like majority of the day, and then at the end of the day, I would go back to OHS. And I got an email from the Senate of Honors College informing me of their decision. They not only accepted me into their honors program, which was the leadership track, but they also offered me a full tuition scholarship, and I literally lost my mind from excitement. I was like, oh my gosh, is this real? Did I read the paper right? Are they serious? I went outside, called my parents, told them the good news. I told Miss T when I got back to OHS later that day, and I was just really overjoyed because I couldn't believe that such a special opportunity had come my way, but it was one that I hadn't even anticipated. Remember, I had sworn up and down that I was never going to Valencia, but after that campus tour, I felt led to go, only to have a full tuition honor scholarship literally waiting for me at the end of that process. And it just gives me chills every time I think about it because had all of that other stuff not happened with the scores and me not passing and the things that people said, like, what would my life be like today? Like, I would not be where I am today. And I'm just so grateful that it all worked out in the end. But even when I found out I was offered the full tuition honor scholarship, I didn't stop applying for other opportunities. And that was the key. Even if I had earned multiple scholarships here and there instead of one grand scholarship that paid for everything, that was okay with me. Graduating debt-free was a huge goal that I set for myself, and I knew that nobody was just going to hand me anything. I was very strategic in keeping my grades high, building a quality resume, getting involved, and applying for anything I was eligible for because I didn't have the luxury of knowing how the rest of my tuition was going to be paid for after I left Valencia. Thankfully, I had earned so many individual scholarships my first two years in college that I didn't even have to worry about tuition when I transferred to UCF in 2020. But when I got there, I kept earning more scholarships. Like there was literally never a semester that went by where I wasn't earning a scholarship. And I'm so thankful for all of the doors God opened on my behalf. And it's just so dope to see how he's provided for me literally every single step of the way. 
And not only did I complete my bachelor's degree debt-free, but I was also offered a graduate assistantship that would cover the full tuition cost of my dual master's degree. Y'all, God is so good. Like, I cannot shout it from the rooftops enough. He is so faithful. Do you hear me? Everything I have, everything I am, the glory belongs to God. He is my provider, and I'm forever thankful for the favor he has shown me throughout my life. Moral of the story, trust God. The provision was there. It just didn't look like anyone else's. The provision was there. It just didn't come how I thought it would come. The provision was there, and God gave me not only what I needed, but doubled it. I lacked nothing. I had everything I needed and more. God answered all of my prayers. He knew what he was doing with my life, and that is why I follow where he leads. So let's recap. My tender tidbits for today are, number one, pray and ask for what you need. Let your request be made known and then put some action behind it. Number two, create your own path. You don't have to do what everyone else is doing. Your journey should be uniquely yours. Number three, comparison kills. You will miss out on so many of your own opportunities by trying to get what everyone else has. Number four, every failure has a lesson. You just have to find it and apply it. And number five, you too can graduate debt-free. And if you need any tips or suggestions on how to make that happen, I am always here to help. Before I end this podcast episode, I also just want to encourage everyone to find a relationship with God if you don't have one. It's so hard out here in life. We go through so much, especially my generation, Gen Z. I feel like we get hit after hit after hit with all of the stuff that's going on in the world. And one of the reasons why I don't lose my mind is because I know that, number one, God sent his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for my sins so that I can be saved and live again. But number two, that God said he would never leave me nor forsake me and that he will always be there with me. And I find a lot of comfort in that, especially because I've had dreams and I've seen miracles and signs and literally wonders of the glory of God in our lives. And I just want to encourage you guys that if you ever need someone to pray with or if you don't know about God and you want to learn more, if you want someone to read the Bible with, if you just need a friend to talk to because you feel like, you know, you're losing your mind and nobody understands, I'm always here for you. And I just want you to know that you're not alone, okay? It's hard out here, but we don't have to do this on our own. And I don't want you to leave here today without knowing that you are loved and you have purpose and God created you for a reason. And so, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. And of course, thank you guys again for listening to my story. Please share it if you think it could be helpful to someone. And I hope to catch you on the next one. 